If this 1970s elevator music is causing you to bob your head and tap your foot, you may be experiencing symptoms of extreme boredom. Try new, fast-acting Subaru Impreza in hatch or sedan. Formulated with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive and Apple CarPlay for maximum fun and effective relief from yawning. Cure boredom fast with new Impreza. Talk to your Subaru dealer to see if Impreza is right for you. This sporty compact may cause prolonged smiling. Available Harman Kardon and premium audio system greatly increases the chances of new playlists. The home of inspiration every every day. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. From news. Countries across the globe have been hit by the COVID-19 virus. Views. There's a global trend uh, to see an increase in GBV incidences, specifically domestic violence. 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 Sports. What do you say? It's a really good ball. It's Shabalala. And music to inspire you every day. This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. Right here, right now, the best tunes of all times. Hi, everyone. Welcome to AgriTalks on Vuga Online, your online inspiration radio station. This is your lovely host, Motlati Dolo. I hope you guys have been keeping safe. And my deepest and sincere condolences to those that have lost loved ones during this trying time. Today we'll be talking about trade, import and export in South Africa. But within the agricultural sector, there is an important part of our reform of the sector that lies in the international and regional arenas. Just like any other industry, it is vital to get the regional arenas sorted or improved as we expand into the international arenas. An example could be in the rail industry. Africa is currently working on the Cape to Cairo or the North-South Corridor model, where trading between African countries, as well as internationally, importing or exporting, will become more efficient. There's something called the Transcontinental North-South Transport Corridor, which has been broken down in order to see Africa's future and vision of connecting Cape Town to Cairo. Smaller yet more manageable segments will be taken up at regional levels before integrating or being integrated into the continental whole. As far as the Southern African Development Community, which is SADC is concerned, it has started to drop plans to link up the seaport of, of Durban in South Africa up to the mining town of Kolwezi, DRC, DR Congo. This south, north-south rail corridor is the flagship connectivity project in Southern Africa and will contribute a long way towards regional integration. We, we see a sector that is more intensively engaged in international trade by accelerating exports and competing effectively with imports, where the only protection will be provided by justifiable tariffs and necessary phytosanitary and other controls. Phytosanitary, by the way, meaning your biosecurity, looking into your health and safety regulations that do meet the standards of international um, health and safety regulations as well too. Our South African government has completed policy adjustments to, to align South African agriculture with new world trading order. And we are active actually currently in the international fora to promote further international trade reforms. The South African government will continue to press for more equitable access 
for our local products to the European Union and other international markets. Within the South African re Southern African region, we are making progress towards implementing the Southern African Development Community Free Trade Protocol in the belief that greater two-way trade in agricultural products will contribute to grow and develop in the region. In regards to stimulating international trade, agriculture in South Africa is emerging from a history of protection and subsidization which affected the structure, efficiency and competitiveness of the sector. The government's strategy for achieving set objectives of making agriculture more efficient, creating more jobs and opportunities and using resources sustainably is based on an outward-looking approach. In this approach, the global village is not only seen as a market for output, but as a tool for effecting efficiency by exposing our producers to international competition. And this is where the Department of Trade and Industry and the Department of Small Business Development has played a crucial role in exposing South African, South African entrepreneurs or agripreneurs to expos and forums held in Africa in collaborations with other foreign or international countries. The objectives of agricultural trade policy are to enhance and maintain market access for agricultural products and to ensure that the sector contributes to its full potential to the export growth target aspired. Agricultural exports are critical to the achievement of trade policy targets since their contribution to the total export earnings is substantial. The vision for agricultural trade policy applies to the whole of the South African agricultural sector, which includes diverse producers and agro-industries. For the purpose of this policy, agriculture includes primary agricultural products and agro-industrial products. And this is where the government's vision is to increase market access for the country's agricultural products and to see an increase in the supply of highly competitive South African agricultural goods in international and domestic markets. This will ensure that agriculture makes an optimal contribution to economic growth, food security and job creation and contributes substantially to the reduction of income disparities. But in order to achieve this vision, the policy must create an environment in which the sector can exploit comparative and competitive advantages and be highly competitive at regional and international level. This will require effective use to the World Trade Organization framework to eliminate market access barriers that have been set up against South African agricultural exports and to protect local agricultural industries against unfair trade practices. So in this context of this topic, Static comparative advantage is defined by broad national resource endowment, which would include your soil, climate and water. A dynamic comparative advantage is based on infrastructure, skills and technological innovations built through a policy regime. But on the other hand, competitive advantage is based on individual entrepreneurial ability to capitalize on, the existing, on the, existing, the existing static and dynamic comparative advantage. Thank you very much, guys. Let us just take a quick break and we'll jump into it again. 
The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is a professional development center for professionals who aim to improve their professional standing. This means that the learning programs we run are more than just academic programs. They are work-based programs that focus on leveraging your current experience as a professional to build your overall profile. A year down the line, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is developing into a preferred center for professional development in Pretoria, with eight professional development faculties including accounting, teaching, entrepreneurship, as well as IT and many more. For more information, go to acwbl.org or dial plus 27127517608, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning, where work is learning. You're listening to Broadcasting Worldwide Online 24-7. Welcome back, listeners, to AgriTalks. For those that had missed out on the previous slot, we are still talking about trade, import and export in South Africa. We had just left off based on our comparative advantage as locals when exporting or being in competition with international markets by looking at your soil, climate and water based on what it is you're producing, by looking at your infrastructure, your skills and technological innovations, as well as an entrepreneur, what is your capability or ability to capitalize on your existing competitive advantage be it politically environmentally economically socially as well as legally but within the agricultural sector the main objective of trade policy reform is to sustain the integration of the sector in the global economy in order to encourage internal and external competition and allow greater access to markets technology and capital for South African agriculture. Effective participation in the World Trade Organization to press for global reforms of agricultural trade is critical to the achievement of agricultural trade policy objectives. The government has obviously been looking at a few um, strategic objectives, which I'll just name a, um, a couple of them. The first one would be maintaining and improving market access. This would be sustainable liberalization and benefiting from the competitiveness depending on access to markets. The government will continue to work to ensure that market access barriers are minimized and, where possible, removed effectively and timelessly. The second one would be protection against unfair trading. International agricultural trade is still characterized by unfair competition despite measures taken by the World Trade Organization. The South African producers must be pro protected against unfair trade practices on the part of their competitors. A third point would be tarification or tariff policy. South Africa is actually a signatory to the Uruguay, Uruguay Round. This is where our tariff policy must be within the disciplines of the World Trade Organization Agreement. The Uruguay Round was the eighth round of the multilateral trade negotiations that were conducted within the framework of the General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade. And South Africa was a member 
of the GATT, which is the General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade. And it actually participated in the Uruguay, Uruguay round of negotiations, excuse me. The broad mandate of the round had been conducted actually to extend the GATT trade rules to areas previously exempted as too diff difficult to liberalize and the agricultural and textile sector was one of those. An increasingly important new areas previously not included which were your trade and services, intellectual property, investment policy trade, distortions. Hence, tariffs will be the main instrument for protecting the agricultural sector against unfair competition. For those that don't know what a tariff is or how it is applied, a tariff is a tax imposed by a government on goods and services imported from other countries that serves to increase the price and make imports less desirable or at least less competitive versus domestic goods and services. The government's hope is that the added cost will make imported goods much less desirable. Another point would be structural adjustment facilitation. Policy must, as far as possible, provide a soft landing for those subsectors forced to shift production due to liberalization. The final one would be sanitary and phytosanitary measures, which is SBS, the abbreviation. In the pursuance of market access, the objective of policy will be to ensure that adequate SPS measures are in place to ensure compliance with internationally agreed standards. So your SPS, which is your sanitary and phytosanitary measures, are quarantine and biosecurity measures which, apply, which are applied to protect human animal or plant life or health for, from risks arising from the introduction, establishment and spread of pests and diseases and from risks arising from additives, toxins and contaminants in food and feed. Now monitoring the implementation of the World Trade Agreement and the effects of globalization on agriculture. Achieving the objectives set out above will require extensive monitoring of international trade practices and the implementation of the World Trade Agreement by competitors. The government will address these certain issues, obviously, by means of three policy instru instruments, and namely being trade diplomacy, trade policy and export promotion. All right, listeners, um, we would need to jump into a song. <laughs> Just take a quick ad break and we will come straight back into it. Talk about agricultural trade diplomacy. How do you know the life or personal coach you're about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. Right here, right now, the best tunes of all times. Welcome back, listeners. To Agri Talks. For those of you that have missed out on the previous slots, we are talking about trade, import, and export. But we are going to dive straight into it in regards to agricultural trade diplomacy. 
The global trend now is to engage in trade diplomacy to ensure improved and equitable market access, where trade negotiations have increasingly become an important tool for opening up markets for South African agricultural products. Therefore, trade diplomacy is an integral part of agricultural policy designed to promote competition and efficiency. But what the African Union has started working towards is now inviting all parties to forums, not just various governments and different departments where they are discussing and concluding on policies, but also having inputs from private and public sectors. In the period since 1994, South Africa has been granted a number of non-reciprocal trade concessions by developed countries and regions. But most notably, South Africa has been included in the general system of preferences, which is the GSP of the United States and the European Union, where these concessions, though welcome, are a bit of minor significance. Market access impediments can only be resolved through continuing substantive negotiations. There have been future negotiations that will take place within the following frameworks. One would be at the World Trade Organization. South Africa is actively engaged in the multilateral system which sets rules and systems guiding negotiations at bilateral levels. Another would be in Southern Africa where the SADC trade protocol adopted at the Maseru summit in August 1996, where it eventually determined the nature of trade agreements within the region. And we know that this would have influenced the SACU agreement currently being renegotiated and any bilateral agreements within countries in the region. Another point would be where the EU and the USA negotiations were uh, where they were taking place regarding a trade agreement with the EU, the agricultural sector will also press for trade benefits from the Bi-National Commission with the United States. Another point would be somewhere else, where the general policy principle will be that no agreement will exclude the negotiation of other agreements. This is where the government will seek other agreements on agriculture where benefits are expected to be high. And this also include, includes agreements with regional um, organizations, maybe such as the Indian Ocean Rim. This is where trade policy involves reciprocal obligations, also whilst seeking improved access to foreign markets for its producers. South Africa will be required to offer concessions in terms of improved access to its markets. But firstly, agriculture will have to play a significant role in prioritizing sought-after partners where negotiated agreements will be necessary. Secondly, complex trade negotiations would demand a clear understanding of the interests of the agricultural sector so that appropriate trade-offs are also agreed upon. There is a need for a detailed analysis of the threats facing South African producers from international competition and of imp impediments to their participation to the global marketplace. The policy considerations and commitments arising from these frameworks would be, for, uh, for example, multilateral agreements under the World Trade Organization. This is where South Africa's membership of the World Trade Organization offering both opportunities and constraints. The Agreement on Agriculture defines commitments for the sector, 
and it would be to be implemented in equal annual installments. These commitments relate to export subsidies, domestic support and market access, and each member's specific commitments are contained in countries scheduled as well too. So in regards to commitments towards removing border protection, there are two aspects that we can look at. One would be tariffication. This is where all non-tariff border measures to be converted to tariffs which must be bound against increases. And this is where bound tariffs to be reduced on an average of about 36% and at least 15% per tariff line over the implementation period. The second point would be our market access. The current market access opportunities to be maintained and improved and where imports of a, imports of a product are insignificant, minimum market access opportuni opportunities should equal to 3% of domestic consumption, which would grow up to about 5% over the implementation period to be provided at a lower tariff rate. Um, back to the sanitary and phytosanitary, which is SPS, by the way, measures. South Africa is bound by the SPS agreement, which is based on the principle that only scientific-based measures are justified. It is also bound to discipline. It is also sorry. It is also bound by disciplines placed upon technical barriers to trade and the protection of intellectual property, which aim for greater predictability, fairness, and transparency. South Africa's priority is to ensure compliance with agricultural commitments with the World Trade Organization. However, many other concessions were made during the Uruguay round to agricultural lobbies in developed countries and a relatively high level of support remains. South African producers and exporters are left at a distinctive disadvantage as are a number or of other less developed agricultural exporting countries. The government will therefore be seeking the following, for example, in regards to their negotiations. One, further reductions in export subsidies and domestic support measures. Two, further reductions on tariff escalation and tariff peaks and the removal of any other barriers to agricultural exports. Three, a framework for dealing with agricultural concerns of developing countries. Now, trade negotiations have increasingly become an important tool of opening up markets for South African agricultural products. The effective use of trade diplomacy requires strategic direction and management, as well as a coordination of activities around negotiations to ensure that all seeking to achieve the same objectives. Agriculture is committed to playing an active role in future negotiations. And to this end, the government will set up an interdepartmental committee that will forego agreement among the relative departments regarding South Africa's priorities in the next round. The NDA will play a leading role in this regard considering the complexity of issues and the likely importance of the sector in the next round too. At sector level, the NDA will effectively deliberate with industry representatives in order to prepare sharply defined objectives and appropriate negotiating strategies. 
which will develop mechanisms of monitoring implementation of the agreements by other competitors. And a capacity will be developed to debate and articulate implementation problems faced by South Africa and recommend the necessary policy changes when required. Thank you so much for taking your time, guys, to listen in. Next week, we have a special guest that will give us a more practical example, or let me say he is a success story, that company is a success story based on business marketing, as well as trade and import and export in South Africa. This would be a bit of a guideline for yourselves to understand the various steps that one would need to take within the agricultural sector from a business perspective, um, from a more manageable perspective, as well as from a marketing perspective and how to be competitive and to be proud of the industry that one would have embarked on. I'd like to thank you guys very much as well once again. Please do stay safe, sanitize, wash your hands as regularly as possible, keep your social distancing, wear your masks. I look forward to talking to you guys as well next week. Do keep in touch. Get on www.vugaonline.co.za. Thank you very much, guys. I hope this has been very informative. Due to time constraints, one would, would have loved to elaborate and break down more of what it is we're talking on. But this is just to enlighten you, inform you, and um, to pretty much um, assist you on this journey. Thank you, guys. Bye. You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best.